Sarah stared at her boss. This could not be happening. Not again. This was going to be the worst Christmas ever. Mr. Horowitz, you're kidding, right? I mean, after last year, you swore I'd never have to spend another Christmas working. He shoved his glasses up his nose before answering. He might look like a nice version of good old St. Nick, but he was anything but. I'm sorry, Sarah. Orders are orders, and you're our best forensic accountant. The Paris office is in bad shape, and we need to know before the new year just how much their accounting shenanigans cost us. We're filing an 8K on the 2nd, and Mr. Corrigan wants to know as much as possible before then. Well, maybe Corrigan should fly his butt to Paris instead of spending a cozy holiday in his ski chalet in Vale, while I slave over his account's receivables. She crossed her arms and then uncrossed them, remembering how Jane had told her last week that when she crossed her arms, it just accentuated her considerable bust. Mr. Horowitz looked at her over his glasses. He didn't need to say anything. She knew that look. It was the, you just made an inappropriate comment that anyone of good breeding would refrain from making, look. She rolled her eyes. Sarah was good at what she did, the best, but she stuck out like a peacock in a pig pen in the tonified offices of Corrigan, Inc., or maybe more like a pig in the midst of peacocks. Her skirts were always a little too tight, her heels a little too high, her blouses a little too low. She was too opinionated, too open with her feelings, too everything. She'd busted her ass to get where she was, but no amount of effort could completely hide her trailer park roots. And honestly, she was sick of trying. She was who she was, and she couldn't change that. For starters, she wasn't built like all the skinny white women who filled the halls of C.I. She had curves, the kind of curves that look good in Playboy, but were never seen in the boardroom of a Fortune 500 company. No matter how many meals she skipped, she'd never look like them. And who wanted to starve themselves like that anyway? She liked having flesh on her bones, thank you very much. It certainly made sitting through unending monotonous meetings easier. At 25, she was also still trying to find her place in this corporate world, which included learning how to use words that made her sound fancy, instead of calling a spade a spade and a dick a dick. Of course, that's exactly what Tyler Corrigan was, a grade-A dick. Who cared if he had GQ looks and a smile that made her instantly wet? He was an entitled, modified ass, an entitled, modified ass that was responsible for her spending yet another holiday away from home, something her secretary mom, with her nine-to-five job, was never going to understand. Sarah was going to hear about this for the next six months. Unfortunately, her mom didn't understand that you couldn't just say no, not to Tyler Corrigan. Can it at least wait until after Christmas? Sarah asked, crossing her fingers as she waited for Mr. Horowitz to reply. He shook his head. Sorry, Sarah. You'll be lucky to finish in time as is. You can leave in the morning, but that's the best I can do. Sarah hung her head and walked out of his office. Everyone else was excitedly talking about their holidays, no one getting a lick of work done, and she had to fly to Paris. She laughed, remembering how just two years before, the thought of going somewhere, anywhere, international, had sounded so exciting. Yeah, well...
She'd learned her lesson last Christmas when they sent her to Singapore two days before Christmas. She'd worked 16 hours a day for two weeks straight and then flown home. All she'd seen of Singapore was her hotel room and the shoebox-sized office they'd shoved her into. Sarah trudged back to her desk. This sucked. It sucked so friggin' bad she didn't even know what to say. She called corporate travel to book her ticket. At least you could fly business class and skip the crying babies and one-time flyers with all their Christmas gifts shoved into the overhead bins. That was one small blessing. Except, it turned out that when you try to fly to Paris on the 23rd of December, all the business class seats are sold out, which meant either taking an economy seat, which would leave her tired and exhausted when she landed at 7 in the morning, or paying for first class which, as it so happened, was going to be $15,000. Sarah almost choked.